BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. So yesterday, I get this text message from him, and he was like, oh, guess what happened? And I was like, what? And he was like, LOL, my Sheets girlfriend slipped her number in my bag. <laughs> and I was like, what? And he said, uh, still happily with my girl. Like, you know, oh and I was my like, God. I told you. I said, I told you she was trying to see if you were single. Yeah. Hey there, gals. Hey there, gals. And welcome back to another episode of the Gals Guide Podcast. Welcome back. We also, really quickly, want to shout out um, our iTunes page. We would love it if you guys left us a five-star review, even wrote us a review. It really does help us out on iTunes. Um, And we really want to do a quick shout out. Um, so we're going to do a shout out to Tori B 917. Hey, Tori B hey, 917. So, um, she said that our podcast is therapy Aww. and that's so sweet. We um, probably need therapy. We probably do. <laughs> so, um, thank you so much for your rating and your review. Um, it meant a lot to us. Actually, my, I told my therapist yeah. that, um, I started a podcast and everything like that. And she was asking what we talked about. She's like, oh, it's like therapy. And I was like, yeah. yeah. Most of the advice I give them comes from you. <laughs> so thank you. So thank you. Apologies for my still shitty voice. Um, you know, it's been a week. It's but, fine. Uh, but uh, how's your week been? We we haven't seen each other in a while. Uh, uh-huh. What's been uh, going on? Um. So yeah, um... Basically, what had happened was uh, your girl got dumped for the third time this year. The third time since July. It's November. You know, I'm st- I'm starting to think maybe it's me. <laughs> but I know it's not. I know like, it's not you. It's um, not- tell us. Tell us. Uh, tell us what happened. Um, you know, like every other time it's happened, the guy. <laughs> Just no, actually, it was different from other time that's happened because yeah. in the past the guy's been afraid of commitment. This guy was not afraid of commitment at all. Yeah, um, it was you know I, I'm not going to go too much in, deep into it because the guy's a musician and we <laughs> wrote a contract on a paper napkin. <laughs> I would never. Oh my gosh, <laughs> we were literally talking about contracts earlier in relationships. <laughs> I, we wrote on a paper napkin, I will never say anything bad about you on the podcast so long as you never write a mean song about me. Okay. And okay. so, out of respect for this legal contract. For this we, contract. Okay. Um, 
I don't want to go too deep into it because he's not actually like for the one f- for the first time a true rarity. I don't hate the guy. Yeah, actually, yeah. Um, which is shockingly rare. Uh, no, it came around the time, which is correlation to our episode today. Uh, it was around that time where we were going to kind of sit down and define our relationship and really like figure out what we were. And it turned out that like what we both want our life didn't exactly equal up. Yeah. Um, there were, you know, other technicalities added to it, but I honestly think that this is like the first relationship, quote unquote relationship, because we were only dating for like three months where I actually like didn't cry. Yeah. Afterwards. I mean, it's still a shitty thing. I'm not going to lie. Like he still, he broke up with me over text message and I'm not going to exclude that from the narrative. Yeah. Like that still happened. That still is not, that's still a shitty thing to do, I think. Um, cause I do deserve an in-person, um, breakup, I think. Oh yeah. Um, but I have respect for him. Like he does have a lot of stuff going on in his life and our goals in life do not add up. Whereas I want to move, he does not. So it makes sense. As to if he doesn't see a future with me to not continue that. Um, I think that the one thing that could have gone better with it would have been a lot more communication on his end because I communicated a ton. And that's something that I think he's aware of that he's not good at. And he, I hope that he's working on it. He is in therapy. So I do hope that he, you know, can figure out like what's truly bugging him in life and he can get his life together because I think that. I, he's a great person and I mm-hmm. want nothing but the best for him. He has a, sh- a concert going on like right now that we're not at. Yeah, <laughs> um, nope. So, I mean, that's something that old me, I think, would have like felt super guilty of not going and supporting him. But it's like, dude, like he doesn't want to be with you. Like, move yeah. on. Uh, well, at least he like, I mean, as shitty as it is, like at least you found out three months in instead of like a year in. Because, or six months. Yeah. Or like even six months like yeah. that. That would just like, I think would be harder. Yeah. I mean, and I'm, I'm, I'm taking, he has never lied to me. So I'm taking his word at face value that, you know, he said he was super conflicted by this entire thing because he really did like me, but yeah. like just didn't know if this was the smartest thing to do. And like, I'm not going to beg someone to be with me, even no. though if I think yeah. like I see a future with you, like I'm not going to beg you to stay with me. I know what you I shouldn't deserve. shouldn't have to. No. Yeah. You shouldn't no. have to beg someone to be with you. I've done it before. And and it was my first relationship ever, and it was the worst decision I ever made. And I vowed that I would never do that again. I know my worth. I know what I deserve. And could I do better? Yeah, probably. Yeah. Um, let's be real. I could. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but that is what's going to lead us, I think, into today's episode. And one reason why we kind of, like, wanted to do today's episode, because it's cuffing season, bitches. <laughs> and what do you have to do in order to cuff somebody? That is define your relationship. And is it always a good idea? And if you don't, what do you end up with? Sometimes you end up in a situationship, which yeah. I have been in numerous times, and that's not fun for anyone, is it? Nope. No, 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 no. <laughs> um, but basically, I think when it comes to DTRing, uh, there's a lot of different things you can do. There's a lot of different protocols, and I think we're, it's a good idea for us to talk about them today. All right, so you've been dating someone for a couple months now, and you're starting to wonder what you mean to this person. Then I think it's probably time that you need to DTR or define your relationship. For starters, this should be something you want to do. You shouldn't mm-hmm. feel pressured by your friends or family to like take this step because it can be like scary. Absolutely, I've definitely been those uh-huh. shoes before where I felt like everybody's wondering like, "What are you to what this person?" You? Yeah, and I felt the need to do that, and it it's not good at all. It is all too easy to date someone and think you're supposed to play this game where you both never share your feelings and mm-hmm. 
it's like, oh, who can act like they care less more and whoever kid does has the upper hand in this whole game and it's not worth it. I don't think the game is worth it at no. all, especially like at our age. Like, no, I don't have time for those games anymore. Um, it's so much better to put your feelings on the line, find out if the other person is on the same page as you or not, be with them or move on. And I think, you know, like you just said, like the, it's easier to know at three months than it is at six months down the line or like a year later, like yeah. what this person really wants. And if you guys like future lines up and everything like that, sometimes it can be a blessing in disguise. Um, at the moment, it might suck. Let's talk about how to go about like DTRing, I guess. Yeah. Um, I like that it's a verb now. DTRing. <laughs> <laughs> I first like heard the word on the show awkward on MTV. I don't yeah. know who coined it, but um, I think it's a really interesting uh, terminology, I guess, to use. Yeah, because like um, before, I mean, what what was like, going steady? Going steady in a relationship on Facebook. Oh my god, remember, <laughs> do you remember? Remember FBO used to be the acronym. Like you were like, are we Facebook official? You were not dating unless you were well, FBO. I know, like I know. it was not a thing. And Your like, relationship and, like, was not existent. Posted it as a status. Yeah, absolutely. Like. A status change. If if you now, if your boo was not in your profile picture, you guys were non-existent. Essentially, it's basically it. Man, growing up when we grew up, it was a time. It was a time. It was God a time. bless. God bless. These kids don't even know. Oh my god. <laughs> All right, so have you ever been the first to define a relationship? Uh, so, yeah, I mean, basically, yeah. How did it go? It's horrible, obviously. <laughs> I Here's the thing. I am incredibly impatient, and at the time, it was with the guy who I mentioned in the very first episode, my last ex. We were dating for about three months at the time, I think, and... He was going to go away on a huge trip for the most of the summer. Like he was backpacking across like the like Grand Canyon and shit like that, like doing outdoorsy stuff that I would never be Do. caught dead doing. It's fine. <laughs> I was like, well, like before he goes away, like I feel like I should we should know like where this is headed. I guess like, mm-hmm. do you talk to that person the entire time if you're not dating? Like, what is going on? So I wasn't sure. Like you know. If we're just casually dating, like, is it okay? Like, if we're still texting, like, all the time while you're away? Like, what is the protocol for this kind of thing? I only know what to do if, like, if we're in a relationship. Mm-hmm. And then all my friends were finding out that I was dating this person. And they kept asking, well, is it your boyfriend yet? Like, it's your boyfriend yet? My mom found out. I had told her about it. And I just let all these people, like, their opinions, like, kind of infiltrate and um, really pressure me to defining the relationship. So, I, I start, it started making me insecure. While I was like, well, I don't think he's seeing anybody else. I mean, let's be real. He had no other time to be seeing yeah. anybody else. He was in med school. And then we hung out minimum twice a week, almost three times. Um, there was I had him every weekend. Like, there was no way he was seeing yeah. anybody else. It was physically impossible unless, like, he literally... Was never in class. Yeah. <laughs> but I just, I mean, I, I, I was secure until I feel like a lot of my friends, and obviously not you, I was a yeah, lot of other yeah. friends, kind of even feel a little bit insecure about it. And so I went over to his house one night. I was like, the same night I made him dinner. You know, we were talking about certain things, and then I, it led in, it naturally led somehow, I don't remember what the conversation was. Right. But it naturally led into somehow asking, I'm like, so, like, what is this, like, what are we, like, what does this leave us? And I was like... My heart had never been yeah. racing so much before. And he definitely blindsided me. And this is the thing that I want to preach to everybody. If you do decide to DTR, like you get to this point where you feel like you need to. I thought it was obvious that, you know, we were going to be in a relationship. I mean, it's just all this, all, I had seen no red flags. Right, I, yeah. There was nothing telling me that this was not going to be a thing. 
And then he hit me with, oh, I have a fear of commitment. And you're like, okay, like, why didn't you tell me that like day one? Like we're day three two, months maybe. in. We're three yeah. months in and you're telling me this? Yeah. Like I, and I had opened up to him and told him that I had a fear of vulnerability um, and intimacy. And that was just because I had been burned so much before in the past. I was really nervous to get close to somebody. And I told him that prior and he said, well, I thought we were on the same page then when he told me that. I'm like... Vulnerability and commitment are two completely completely different different things. I just need some extra time before I commit to you. Before my walls come down. Like, like, that's all I need. Like, it doesn't mean I'm still seeing just you. I only want to see you. It doesn't mean I have a problem locking you down and, like, dating you or anything like that. It just means, like, hey, give me some time and I'll open up to you and tell you more about myself. Right. But I need to have that security blanket of a relationship before I can do that. That's my whole thing. Yeah, because you don't want to waste your time, like opening up and investing in a person if there if there is no future for you yeah and i do want to get into we want to do a whole another episode on um commitment and Mm -hmm. like the fear of commitment because that's a whole other thing we can get into i feel like and i definitely want to save a majority of that part for that episode but no i i don't regret doing it obviously we still continue to casually date like after this like i i i swallowed my pride and i just um because i didn't want to lose him and i had that that whole thing of oh like i see him at the end of the altar like i see myself marrying him um still well and you probably thought that like he would eventually like get on the same page as you that was a thing too like he i i not my memory could be false but he was like, you know, I don't want you thinking that this is going to lead to a relationship. But at the same time, he wasn't telling me, like, I'm not going to be in a relationship with you at all. Like, there yeah. was still, like, the way he worded it still gave me a sense of hope. And that's the only reason I kind of held on. It's also primed me. This was, like, the prime time of me wanting to fix people. And um, before I realized, oh, wait, I'm not Bob the Builder and yeah. I can't do that. Uh, but I don't know. I, I, I don't want to discourage any girls from yeah. doing it because I think that, you know, one, it's super empowering if you do it. Also, don't I don't feel like you should fear that this is going to be the outcome because it's not always the outcome. Right. I feel like I gone into it thinking the obvious, like, oh, like, I'm just going to ask because it's so obvious, like, what the answer is. Right, yeah. Um, and then I just got blindsided. And so my experience is, like, the exception, I feel like, to this whole scenario. Yeah. And I don't want to discourage anybody from doing it. Right. Um, what about you, though? I don't know. I don't really feel like I've been the first to define the relationship, but I do feel like I've sort of asked, like, what is this? And then... The guy has always kind of, like, led the conversation. It prompted like, him to, like... Yeah, it kind of yeah. prompted the conversation. Um, I've I feel only like done that one time, though. Like, other than that, the guys have been the first to do it, and all the people that I've dated have... I don't know. Like, they've all wanted a committed relationship, like, haven't been So afraid. you've never had anything bad happen to you. It's fine. It's cool. <laughs> <laughs> I have, but I don't know. Like, I feel like... I don't feel like it should always be the other person that is the one that defines a relationship. Like, I feel like if you see... Like, if you've been dating for a couple months and you see it going somewhere, like, I don't think there's anything wrong with it. at least asking. No. I know. I mean, and if you get the answer that you don't want, at least you get an answer. Absolutely. I know um, one guy, he always said, like, he thinks he's the first one to, like, define the relationship. But looking back, he's like, nah, man. Like, it was always the girl who kind of, like, prompted the question. Like, she set the pace for the relationship. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then once she established where we were, like, where that stage was, then I kind of, like 
teed it off and yeah, like took yeah. that next step. So like she kind of like she was like she kind of like prompted me. She was like, "So like, what are we? Like, what what's what are we what doing?" And it kind of yeah. like prompted me to like define the relationship. I was like, "Oh, that's interesting." Like I think yeah. a lot of scenarios, like the women do kind of set the pace in a relationship, yeah. and it they set up for the guy to kind of like knock it out of the park. Uh, and it just is a back to that game and everything. But yeah. I don't think it has to be a game. I think when it's obvious, it's obvious, and you should know that. It should definitely feel obvious. I think and. Hopefully you're not blindsided like I was. Yeah, uh, that was kind of shitty. Didn't you know somebody though who like wrote up like a contract? Or oh something? my gosh! Speaking of contracts, yes. Well, like I think that her and her boyfriend like wrote up a contract of like being in a relationship, the terms and agreements, like, terms and agreements of their relationship. But, I like, love that. kudos for her. Like, I mean, lock that shit down. Honestly, like, I mean, sometimes I mean, sometimes I'm like, should we write up a damn contract for these men Honestly. or for people? Like, I mean. I just, I, I thought it was funny, um, because I've never heard of anybody doing that, but I mean, you wrote one on a napkin, so. Hey, sometimes you gotta do it. Sometimes you gotta do Somet- it. Sometimes it yabba-dabba-doo-be like that sometimes. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> but do you think there's ever a time that it's too soon, though? Or, like, how soon should you do it? I think it is too soon, like, in the first month yeah. of dating. Like, like you're s- just starting to, like, get to know the person, yeah. and, like, you know, you probably have only been out on, out on like, two or three dates. Like, yeah. I feel like it always starts off really slow. Like, you, like, go out on a first date, and then they'll wait a little bit, and then they'll mm. ask you out on a second date. So I feel like the first month, too soon. I feel like after three months or so yeah. of, like, consecutively dating Absolutely. and seeing the person, I feel, Absolutely. Like, I feel like that's when I would be like, okay, like, yeah. what is this? <laughs> if, I don't, if I don't know your middle name, then it's too soon. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's how I feel. That's, that's a good point. <laughs> like, if I don't know how many siblings you have, then I don't know uh, if that's a sign or anything like that. Yeah. I will say, though, if you're dating, just, like, casually dating, you have not defined the relationship, but you're already talking, like, years into the future. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm like, dude, like, we ain't even boyfriend and girlfriend yet. Like, what what page are you on? We're on two different novels right now. Yeah. And, like, there's nothing wrong with thinking about your future and everything like that. But if you're, like, talking about how you want a wife, I'm like, bruh, I don't even know if you're boyfriend material yet. Like, yeah. I don't even know, like, if I even like you that much. Or if yeah. it's just still, because like, you're still in the honeymoon phase at that point. Like, you don't even know and who I the person like, is. like, once you define the relationship, that's kind of when you... Step out of that phase. Step out of that phase and you start to, like, really gain feelings for the person. Absolutely. Like, I mean, I, I think you... you gain them as like you're going out on dates casually mm-hmm. and like talking and all of that but like i feel like once you like put a label on it it makes it more serious and i, know, then I you, think definitely think it does and then you start to like really like take a look at that person and like you look at them in a different light and you're yeah. like oh, okay this is like my boyfriend okay i'm starting to de- develop feelings and then that's when you know you start to fall in love and all of that jazz but like well, I definitely think there's an added layer of security. Like, there's a security blanket, yeah. too, with the whole thing. I mean, with me, like, in my whole fear of, like, vulnerability and everything, definitely one way I'm, you know, overcoming that is by having this podcast and sharing stories like this. But I think with that one person, like, when you, I had that sense of security, it makes it easier for me to fall. It makes it easier for me to, like, trust you well, and yeah. feel like I can open up yeah. to you. And, like, you are definitely a partner with me in this. I feel like mm-hmm. we're not just, like, two people coming together to date or whatever. Yeah. Like, we are partners together. Well, and then you, it's a team aspect to it. You become more a part of their life. Absolutely, yeah. And, like, you don't question, like, oh, I wonder what they're doing, like, this weekend that I'm not seeing them or, you yeah. know, whatever. It's, like, more, I don't know, they're more part of your life, so 
you can let your walls fall down a little Absolutely. bit. Absolutely. And I don't always, like we said earlier, I don't always think that, like, the guy has to be the one to do it. Yeah. Um, I do think a lot of girls don't want to do it. Not because they feel like the guy should be the one to do it because they're like old fashioned and chivalrous like that, but because they're afraid this question is going to chase the guy away. And if it does, then good. Like, do you want to be with somebody who like doesn't like want to be with you? Like, yeah, clearly no. he wasn't one the one you're supposed to be with. Right. And I think that either way, if you do it and you end up in a relationship, awesome. I'm so happy for you. If you don't, then you know where the person stands, and you're not. You don't have to waste their time. I've or your time. Like, exactly. you don't waste any more of your time. <laughs> like, especially with girls. Like, we have, like, such, like, a biological, like, time crunch that we're on. If a guy tells me straight up, like, two months in, I don't see it's a future, thank you for not wasting my time. Thank yeah. you for, like, getting me out of this so I can move on and have my own life with somebody else that I'm more happy to be with. And if you're meant to be with that person, they'll come back to you, I think, eventually. Yeah. It's just, like, you gotta believe what people are saying to you at this time because it is a super vulnerable time for you to open up and confess your feelings to somebody. And if somebody is telling you something, face value, you better believe it. That's my whole thing. And I think sometimes it's hard to, like, listen to somebody say something that you don't want to hear and accept it. Oh, absolutely. But in this kind of situation where they're like, I don't see a future with you, then, like, I feel like at that point you just have to say, okay, and then move on. And it's hard. And it's hard, especially if you've been with them for several months. Especially if you see them like in your future yeah especially if you're you're not on the same page as them it's really hard but it's important to like take what they say like you said at face value and just accept it and move on because something better is like waiting for you i think sometimes um you're living in a fantasy in your head and it's not what is actually in front of you yeah um you have to make sure that you aren't dating someone you've made up in your head that you actually like the person for what they are showing you and don't fall in love with their potential that is something that I do all the time. I see yeah. somebody what they can be, not for what they are showing me. Just because you see them at the altar, it doesn't mean that they see you there too. Um, what they are showing you, like what you had to ask yourself, like what are they showing you? Um, base your feelings off that, not off what you what is going on in your daydream. Uh, I often do that. I will daydream about the future with me with this person, and I did that with my ex a lot. And you know, it puts on a rose colored glasses effect i think to your mm-hmm. relationship you don't actually see what's going on in front of you you see your daydream and i know it's hard like it's always nice to daydream and think about like you know what you and your um the person you're dating could be but like if that's not what they're showing you you're falling in love with the perception of somebody you're not it's all in your head like ariana grande mm-hmm. said it's all you're yep. you're you are in love with somebody that's in your head and that's not fair to you it's also not fair to them because you're setting them up on this pedestal when they could sh- they should be in a garbage can yeah <laughs> i mean it's it's it, they that person can never live up to what you've fantasized Created. in your head mm-hmm. and i think if somebody did it to me I, I know i've done it to other guys if somebody did it to me though i would feel like so awful it's just like you have me visioned as this goddess and i think Thank you, but... But, th- like, I can't live up to I that. I can't live up to yeah, that. You, I'm going to disappoint you. Yeah, and it's just going to... You're just... Both of you are not going to, you know, end up happy in either scenario. Yeah. And I think when you're getting together, when you're defining the relationship, that should be the easy part. Yeah. I know mm-hmm. everybody says relationships take work, and they do, but defining them should not be a part of that work. Right. That should be the easiest part you shouldn't have to question it i think both of us like we look at our parents our parents are together for so many years they have set the expectations sky high for us i know that's one reason why like i was single for eight years because i mean like my expectations like are we're out of the park like i am super picky i refuse to be unhappy and i know the minute that i feel that way 
I'm dipping out. Like, I'm not going to waste my time because yeah. I know somebody else can do it because my dad does it. Like, my dad treats my mom like an angel. And yeah. I told him that the other night, like, I was like, it's all your fault. Like, you have set me up for failure um, because no guy's going to live up to you. And, you know, I just, the minute I know that this is taking too much work and effort, I'm out because it's, it. my parents, they nailed it. They got it right the first time. And yeah. I know that, you know, that's it's not possible. what love is. Yeah. And that my, I'm not, my expectations aren't too high, actually. And that, um, you know, you got to give people credit, I think. Yeah. Because, I mean, there's somebody out there that's going to, that's going to treat you just like your dad treats your mom. Absolutely. You got to find him. Okay. So what happens if you don't define the relationship? You end up in a situationship. And that's not fun for anyone. I mean, Unless you're into, like, casual dating, which is totally fine, like, not to, like, yuck your yum or anything like that. But, I mean, I'm single until you call me your girlfriend. And you can't get jealous of that because if you are upset that I'm seeing other people, then, like, you should have done the big boy thing and defined the relationship. Yeah. And set the standards so we knew what the boundaries were and everything. I mean, mm-hmm. that's what a relationship label does. It establishes boundaries. It establishes rules and everything. Unless you're in an open relationship, but still, you got to clarify that. You still got to define that. But, yeah, like, I know a lot of people who always say that you should date around and such, but I never used to do that. I would only like date one person at a time i even if it was casual like i was always exclusive because yeah. i mean frankly i don't like that many people <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um like i said before like i'm super piggy so it takes a lot for me to like find another person that i genuinely like and want to yeah. spend time with and also like i just can't keep up like and would be i'm just exhausted because i would tell the same stories <laughs> to the same people and i would like lose track like oh did i tell you that story already yeah and sometimes i, I would have and they're like yeah you told me that already i'm like oh, oh. <laughs> Okay, so it's kind of awkward, but, um, and I recently have started doing that. Well, I'll date, um, like the, the guy I just broke up with, um, I went on another date with another guy, um, while I was in Austin, Texas. Uh, and it was nice. Like it was refreshing to get some, to know somebody else and get to like talk to somebody else, get a new perspective on my life and everything like that. Like I like meeting people like at the end yeah, of the day, like yeah. I, I love meeting new people. Like I'm such an extrovert in that way. So it's not a huge deal to me, but I do think that you should date other people. Um, so you don't center your attention on solely on one person because it will help you not get so attached so quickly. I think that's one thing that I have a problem with mm-hmm. um, is that when I see like just one person, it elevates a lot of pressure on that person right. and I don't feel the need to be constantly, I don't feel the need for them to be constantly texting me or whatever because I can hit this other guy and I'm not saying you have to sleep with all these people. Like, yeah. I definitely don't think you need to do that. Like, do whatever floats your boat. Do not feel pressure to do any of that. And I'm not saying that you even that person even needs to know that you're dating another person unless they ask. Um, and if they do, like, don't hide it. Be like, yeah, like, I have been seeing other people. And, you know, they're probably going to want to lock you down then. Yeah, <laughs> it's like, probably. well, like, can you not, please? Um, but, yeah, just be honest. And I have encountered, like, just way too many situationships uh, for me to feel like I can continue doing that. Yeah. Um, because, I mean, if I see that this one relationship that I'm dating, like, say I'm dating somebody and we haven't defined what our relationship is, and I don't see it really, like, I don't see it as getting to that point anytime soon like if i'm seeing somebody else like i'm not gonna stress out about it because there's this other person that i could be developing a relationship with and they do want to settle down and then i'm not gonna be so heartbroken at the end of the day yeah um and i know that i can easily get obsessive over somebody and want to spend all my time with them but 
I mean, they might, they may not, may not be that way. So like by me, like being able to divert my attention to other people, I think can help that way. Um, so I think if you suffer from that, like if you like know that you get attached super quickly, you know that you get obsessive, um, try dating like another person at the same time and see how that works out for you. Yeah. Um, and I think that it can be beneficial. Like it definitely has helped me with my like want of being needy and stuff like that. Hey, yeah. I think, but I definitely always make an effort to define the relationship at some point because if they're not going to do it, like, I'm going to do it just so I know, like, where I stand. Because I do not like standing in the middle of the water, not knowing what was going on, not knowing if I can catch on to you as, like, a, a, a right, life raft. Yeah. Um, it just gets too confusing and gets too complicated. Like, I've just done it too many times. Like, I did, like, with the last sex. I was like, dude, like, what's going on with this? And then, like, I was in love with my best friend in college and... You know, everybody always asks me, like, well, what were you guys? And it's awkward because, like, we weren't in a relationship. Right, yeah. But we weren't just friends. Yeah. And I was so shy and nervous then to even approach that situation with him because I didn't want to ruin anything. And I was in love with him. And that was back when I would just let people, like, walk over me because I was so desperate for them to like me and everything. But yeah, I mean, I think if you were in a situationship and neither one of you have been proactive in trying to define what's going on between you guys, you can only blame yourself because you have a voice in this relationship too. You can voice your opinion and speak up on what your needs and your wants are and your right. boundaries. I think I think at the end of the day, that's what you have to do. What about you though? Well, I've never really had a situationship, but I feel like if I was with someone and I'd been dating them for a while, like maybe like a few months or so and mm-hmm. the conversation hadn't happened, I feel like I would just, like knowing me, I would just assume that like it wasn't gonna go anywhere. Yeah. Like at that point, like if the conversation's not come up and we're just kind of casually seeing each other, like in my mind, it's like okay, I'm like I'm out. Like I, I would either like just dip or ask them. Like at this mm-hmm. point, like there's no reason to continue to put forth effort and time towards something that like isn't going anywhere. Yeah. Well, I feel like we've both said this, but like we're kind of at a point in our life where like we're done dating for fun. Absolutely. And like dating, yeah. dating around and just kind of like doing that what we did in like high school and yeah. like, the beginning of college. Like yeah. I'm, I'm over that, um, and I'm not going to invest in a person just for the hell of it, like, yeah, because it, I mean, it's taxing on you, like emotionally and physically and it's Absolutely. time consuming and like to spend all this time investing in someone and then them just turn around and be like, Oh, like, I don't really want anything with you. Yeah. At the end of the day, I always go back to my senior yeah. year quote, <laughs> your senior year of high school quote, yes. like your yearbook quote. Yes. Oh my gosh. Our yearbooks guys, like our yearbook. Is- <laughs> that quote still speaks to me to this day and I crafted it myself and it is, I rather <laughs> shut no. up. <laughs> it's, I'm, I'm cackling. It's fine. I'd rather regret something I did than something I didn't do and mm. be stuck wondering what if. So basically, I'd rather establish our relationship and know where I stand with you than be stuck wondering, like, what is, what is this guy? Does this guy like me yeah. or not? And I definitely think that there's a difference between waiting to define it because you need time and yeah, um, mm-hmm. like with your vulnerability issues than um, like avoiding the question overall. And I, I was listening to um, the podcast Girls Gotta Eat the other day, which we love Raina and yes. Ashley. <laughs> Shout out to Raina and Ashley. Uh, we know they're not listening, but if you ever listen, hey guys. <laughs> but they had Andrew Schultz on the other day. He's a comedian and he's a very like, I don't know, like a lot of people like him. A lot of people don't like him. I love him. Uh, and he made a comment about how with his girlfriend, like he told her straight up, like, I need time because 
you're like, I just got to figure some things out. And like, I just need you to trust me. And like the minute I don't see this going anywhere, I, I will let you know. Yeah. And I think that's the most respectful thing you can do with somebody. Like, I get, I understand. Like, I personally, like, with this, the, the guy I was recently dating that just got dumped by, like, if he was wanting to define the relationship, like, right now, I would have been like, I mean, yeah, I guess. But like, I still need time. Like, yeah, I like literally went through like a huge heartbreak, like back in August. So I still need time to like figure out like if I can trust someone again and mm-hmm. be able to get back to that place where I was super vulnerable. And obviously, like I'm working through like I'm in therapy. But at the end of the day, just trust that I the minute I don't see this go anywhere, I will end it. And I think that that's the best thing you can do with somebody is just getting that heads up like, hey, I like you. I think the best thing you can do is just give somebody a heads up and let them know like, hey, I like you. But here's the thing. I got shit that I'm trying to work through. Mm-hmm. And I just need you to trust me. Like the minute I don't see us having a future, I will leave. And I think that especially for guys to do that, I think it's super curious because we are like we as women and we have a biological time crunch that we are on. So we ain't trying to have our time wasted in any capacity. Yeah. So I think that that is the smartest thing and the most gracious thing that you can do. If you are in a relationship, if you're seeing somebody and you don't know if you're ready or not i think some really good telltale signs to know if you are ready for one like if you're getting jealous of this person talking to other people yeah that is a telltale sign for me i don't know about you yes i am i and i'm a very jealous oh i am person hella jealous (laughs) and i like i can't stand it oh no god (laughs) I, if I, not that, like, possessive. Yeah, but, but like, like, I'm like, oh. Like, let me tell you a story real quick. Okay. So, I got this, okay, so, the guy that I'm dating currently, he, yes. he frequents a sheets. Um, <laughs> frequents he frequents a sheets. a sheets on his way to work. So, he works swing shifts. So, he That's works. That's a gas station if you can It's a, it's a like gas station where. if you're not, not from North Carolina or wherever they have sheets. I don't even know. <laughs> I don't know. I have no but idea. anyway, so. He works swing shifts, so, like, first, second, and third. So, a lot of times when he goes on third, he'll stop at Sheets on the way in and, like, get something to drink Mm -hmm. or, you know, whatever. And so, there's this girl there, and apparently, like, she's very, like, flirtatious with him. And, like, my boyfriend's, like, kind of, like, a flirty guy in general. Like, he's just super nice. And, like, he just... He's very charismatic. He is very charismatic, and he, like, loves to get to know people and whatnot. So, he was telling me about her, and... He was like, oh, yeah, he calls her his Sheets girlfriend. Oh, my God. So it's just like a kind of like a running joke. Well, um, oh, my God. So she's like asked about me a couple times, you know, and I, and I was like, oh, okay. She's trying to like, she's trying to see if you're single. Uh-huh. Like, that's what's happening uh-huh. here. Uh-huh. So yesterday I get this text message from him and he was like, oh, guess what happened? And I was like, what? And he was like, LOL, my Sheets girlfriend slipped her number in my bag. <laughs> and I was like... <laughs> What? And he said, uh, still happily with my girl, like, you know. Oh and I was my like, God. I told you. I said, I told you she was trying to see if you were single. Yeah. He was like, I thought I made it clear, like, that you were my girlfriend. <laughs> like, you are, like, a big part of my life. Hey, at the end of the day, I think that there are sometimes, though, like, if someone's hidden on your man or, like, there's a guy hidden on your girl or whatever, like, also take that as a compliment know, because, yeah. like, that means you got to catch. Like, at and the end of the day. Like, I was like, you know what? Like, I mean, I, I was, like, sort of, I wasn't jealous because, like, I don't know. Part of me was like, meh. And then the other part of me was like, oh, well, like, she got some balls, though. <laughs> like, I would never <laughs> slip my number in somebody's, like, bag. Oh, like, my what? God. So, it was a. Uh, I mean, I would do that. I've so, when that. you start to get jealous or, like. Somebody's somebody's hitting on your man, like telltale sign. Also, I would think like you don't like not being around them. Yeah. Uh, 
I know like one day I promised guys we were going to do a podcast on love languages, but until that day happens, uh, I know that for me, like one of my top love languages is quality time. So yeah, like I love spending time in person with the person I am dating and um, doing quality things, not just like hanging around. Like, I mean, which I will, I'm fine with just doing that, like in Netflix yeah. and chilling. But like, I love going out, like if it's just running errands, I remember the guy, like my first ever, like the guy I was in love with in um, college, my first ever like first love he asked me to like go lows with him to like pick out paint for his room <laughs> and i was like okay <laughs> like i just liked being around him he was just a fun person to be around yeah. and always like they're the first person like they're the first person you want to tell good news to mm-hmm. the first person you want to go to when you've had a really shitty day yep. like that's a good telltale sign i think too yeah. like you just feel comfortable with them they have like they remind you of home i think yeah. in a way um i always know that if i feel like i can open up to you that's probably a good sign that i see some work see it going somewhere exactly yeah i think also like including them in future plans is also a good thing not daydreaming no but like i don't know what's an example like Like going to holidays or going to a wedding together oh (laughs) Uh, she's like thinking vacations i'm thinking like minor no i mean like thanksgiving (laughs) (laughs) and then you said wedding and i was like holy shit we're gonna just jump straight to the altar i didn't hear the second part Like attending Going a wedding, to wedding together. Yes. She's over here thinking like vacations. <laughs> Always. I love traveling. Um, I'm thinking like minor, like you can come to me to like my friend from college's wedding. Yeah. Something like yeah. that. That's <laughs> what I was thinking too. Same basic. We're, we're on the same page. <laughs> totally. Yeah, yeah totally. <laughs> we see who jumps it's, into relationships. It's and- fine. It's definitely not me. <laughs> I think also... If you want to introduce them to your friends. Mm, That's a big one for me. You have, how many guys have you met of me? My guys. Well, I knew the one in high school. Yeah, high school doesn't count because you went to high school with me. Outside of high school? One. One. Yeah. The The one one. from the first episode. The problem. No, he's And that was a. The doctor. That was the third time I had like hung out with him. Yeah. I got to hang out with him three times. Yeah. The first was when we first met him. Really? The second was. When me and Anna went out, we played pool, and then the third was your birthday. Wait, what was? I thought that was the first time you met him. Was that night we played pool? When was the other time you met him? Oh, the when night we the met night him. I met him. <laughs> you were there. I was literally there. Remember that that um that one guy was like, he was oh like, my oh, god, I forgot oh, you. You got a, you got yeah. a boyfriend. I was like, yeah. And then he kissed you on the cheek. Yeah, that was a weird. That night. was a weird night. <laughs> but like that was the thing that pissed me off so much. And that was a reason I thought yes. I was like gonna. I yep. was gonna get with this guy is because night. like the night I was like, oh, this is a cool story to tell like my kids. Like I'm gonna, I'm gonna go ahead and tell you guys real quick because yeah. like we just hyped it up a little bit right now. <laughs> but like I, the, the night, so the night that Hannah and I first met the, my ex, um, we were at a bar uh, and. We're sitting on this couch, whatever, and, like, some of my um, my friends are with us, like, two of my guy friends, and this one dude comes over and starts hitting on Hannah, and I'm like, oh, you ain't cute. Like, I don't do crap, so I'm going to turn <laughs> I was it. like, I don't know how to divert I this conversation. She got elsewhere. stuck in it. I, I didn't like, save her. Yep. <laughs> I was no, like, I'm going to turn it. over to my friend over here like, and start oh talking to him. Gosh. And then my ex came over. And, like, immediately I was like, oh, you're hot. Like, I'm going to listen now. Like, I'm tuning in. Like, what's going on? And we started vibing. We started talking and everything like that. And, like, his group of friends was like, well, we're going to dip and go get pizza. Do you want to come? And I feel like he was, like, disappointed at first because he was like, yeah, okay. Like, I'm going to go with my friends and get pizza. It was great meeting you guys and talking to you. And he walked away. And I remember you turned to me and you're like, he's so hot. I was like, yeah, he (laughs) is. I was like, get that, girl. (laughs) And I was, like, telling him, I was like... 
so you want to go get pizza? Like, you're trying to go We get- were, like, going to go, we and were then my go. friends came. Yeah, and I was like, And my Hannah. two guy friends came in, and we oh, started no, talking. That one, no, your friend came over with his friend, and, and his, friend, started- his friend started hitting <laughs> on me. I was just killing it that night, guys. Like, it was just a great night. I had not we, we have not gone back to that bar in a long time, and we need to go back there because I need to get my, I need to get back on. <laughs> Get your workout on. Exactly. Work out. We're not working out. No, I was just going to go with it, but it's fine. Okay, anyways. <laughs> but, like, I, um, his friend came over and hit on me, and I was like, he's like, are you, are you, are you dating anybody? I was like, no. Uh, he's like, but you talking to somebody. I'm like, no, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just not really into relationships. Um, I'm just not looking for anybody. Meanwhile, my ex walks back 30 minutes later, comes back to the bar 30 minutes later, and was like, hey, I really regret, like, not getting your number. I think you're really cool. I think you're really cute and interesting. I'd love to get to know you and take you out sometime. Can I get your number? I was like, yeah, sure. Here it is. <laughs> right in, in front, front of, of that guy. guy. <laughs> I was dying. I was like, I just turned to my friend. I was like, it's it's fine. <laughs> it's fine. But that was like, oh, my God, that's like such a cute story because, like, home dude left then came back 30 minutes later just to get my number. Like, he walked all the way back there. Yeah. And from that moment, I was like, I mean, like, if somebody tried that hard to, like, get to know me, like, obviously they want to be with me. Learned that lesson really quickly. <laughs> well, and I feel like we were talking about this earlier. Like, I kind of played up my, like, meeting of my ex in my head. Like, yeah. Like, I, like, met him at a chorus event. I was such a nerd. Oh and then I was God. like, oh, my gosh, he's so hot. And then, like, we, like, went out on a couple of dates and then didn't. And then, like, my in college, like, we started dating again. And I was, like, kind of one of those things where I was like, oh, but our story was, like, so cute. And yeah. I, like, daydreamed about it, like, what we talked about earlier. Yeah. And, like, and then I was like, no. like Yeah. And that was the thing. Like, I was like, God, like, he must really like me to, like, walk all the way back there just to get my number. Like, he couldn't stop thinking about me, like, in the pizza line. Like, he said that. All yeah, his words he and everything. Uh-huh. He said, like, I couldn't stop thinking about you, and I wanted to come back and, like, get your number. And I'm like, God, like, he must really like me. Like, I've never had a guy try that hard just to right. get my number. And then I asked him one day, after it had been a while, I was like, what if, like, like what if I, like, wasn't there? And he's like, oh, well. What if I wouldn't have tried then? He's like, luckily you were sitting in the same spot. And I was like, oh, okay, cool. Yeah. All right, so it's, it's not as romantic as I make it out to be. I mean, it's still a sweet gesture. Yeah, it is. But, it like, is. I played it up in my head, like Prince Charming coming to find Cinderella and her right. lost class slipper. I feel like I feel like we as women do that, though. Like, yeah. we're, we're so... We romanticize everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because, I mean, it's what we've seen our yeah. whole life. And I know I'm bad about it because I feel like me and you both are bad about it because we we're both writers. I mean, I'm an actual writer. You're a songwriter. Right. And so, like... I mean, I write a lot of rom-com movies. Like All that's of my, my songs are love songs. Yeah, like, that's my whole thing. <laughs> it's my, like, thing. <laughs> so, I mean, yeah, like, it's natural. I, I live in a cinematic version of my life in my head sometimes, and I try to separate that from reality. And I think a lot of women do that. They play up the Nicholas Sparks version in their head, and they're when they're really being shown a B-rated uh, horror movie yeah. of real life. <laughs> and that's another thing, too. I mean, I think one of the final signs, too, is um, you talk about them a lot and you can testify to this from a, as a like a outside looking in of my relationships i mean like the ex i just talked about you, you talked about him like all the time yeah and like i feel like i feel like everyone in your life that was like important in your life knew mm-hmm. about him and yeah. knew about well like what was happening like what was going on and you wanted him to meet like your friends and stuff and then yeah. the guy that you are we're currently just seeing. I wasn't itching for you to like, make me him. It, like you talked about him, but it was it was just different. Like it yeah. wasn't it wasn't the same. 
intensity. Yeah. Yeah. And like, I don't feel like, I mean, I feel like you wanted me to meet him, but I feel like you were also kind of hesitant. Yeah. Also, I mean, if she meets like, him, I feel she like you were trying to also process through your feelings yeah. and kind of figure out like where you saw him in yeah. your plan. Maybe I don't really yeah. know. I could just tell that there was a difference there, between the two. Yeah. With my ex, yeah, I was like super eager for you mm-hmm. to meet him. Yeah, um, and I, I and I really liked him. Like, yeah, it was every, like, all my friends. It was like did. one of those things where I was like excited to meet him because yeah. you had talked about him so much, and I I was excited to meet the other, but not as much. <laughs> no, yeah, no respect. I mean, like, I think the for my ex, like, he had such a charismatic personality, and well, it, it like meshed well with you. Yeah, like you guys vibed off of each other, yeah. and like played off of each other's personalities. Yeah. And I think, like, for the entirety of our relationship, that's one reason why, like, I wasn't, like, we didn't have a label to it. And I was fine with it because I was, like, I mean, like, I have never, since the guy I was in love with in college, like, I had not met another person that gave me that, I felt that connection with in a long time. And I was, like, I can't just throw that away. And I think that, like, if, looking back, it's, like, no, like, you should have, like, he was it was so one-sided like it was always his way it was like you never got what you yeah, wanted there's no compromise no like there was no budging there was no communication like there was communication but it was like going through one ear and out the other like it was his way and no way and i should not have tolerated that but i let my feelings block my logical thinking of it i was overruled by like well like not that i think that i'm unlovable because i don't yeah. um but it's that same complex that I ran into my first relationship ever, which is, I mean, is anybody, am I ever going to meet anybody else that's like this? Am yeah. I ever going to experience this again? Am I ever going to find somebody that's actually in love with me? And that's something that that's super deep. <laughs> and it's something that I definitely have to work through in therapy. But, I mean, I know it's a possibility. I know that I deserve it. Um, but, I mean, I hadn't been with someone that serious in a long time prior yeah. to him so i was like it was still it was like a new it was like a new when phase. you were like all in like you yeah. put your all into yeah. it and like you really i mean you really really liked him and so like i don't know it just yeah it and so like after him i made it a super clear and hard boundary that like no I don't do this non-commitment thing. I don't do casual relationships. Like, there's a label on this or nothing. Like, I deserve that. You should want to show me off. That's Mm -hmm. the thing. (laughs) Yeah. I know I'm a motherfucking catch. Like, (laughs) I know I am a 10 on my best days. (laughs) (laughs) On your best days. (laughs) On my off days, I'm I'm not. But, like, I know how awesome I am. Not in an egotistical way. Like, I just know how, like... I'm a blast. I'm a fucking delight. You should want to show it off to everybody. And I think that every girl should go in with that mentality. You should yeah. know that you're amazing. You should know that you're a shining star, no matter who you are. Shining bright to see. I don't know the rest of the lyrics. I don't either. <laughs> it's like weird. <laughs> it gets weird. It gets, <laughs> but nevertheless, you should, a guy should, or a girl should want to show you off. Yeah. And they should want to put that label on there and... You know, if a guy says that he doesn't want to, bye. I know. I think that's it for me. Like, I'm like, no. Nah. It like, took me a while to get to that mentality. Yes. Um, but once you do, I mean, there's no going back, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, even if you're on the other side of the shoe, like how I was with the last guy, I just, uh, the guy I just got out of a relationship with, and you're like not thinking that sh- as you wanted to find the relationship, I think right. some telltale signs to know because, trust me, you could be super conflicted 
and like how I've been. And it's just like, how do you know, like, you want to be with this person? Well, I feel like if you're getting close to them and you just want to run away, then like, I feel like that's, <laughs> that's like a clear sign. Like, you maybe should not define yeah. any kind of relationship yeah. with them. Um, and instead of letting down your walls, you're putting more putting bricks more up. walls back up. You're just like, let me just put some more bricks brick up on brick. top. <laughs> brick and brick and brick. Or if you feel like super indifferent about them in your life, like, yeah. You, you're kind of like, eh, they're like there. They're just yeah. kind of like there. Yeah. You know if you want to be with somebody or not, yeah. I think. And yeah. if you're not like 100% sold on the idea, then it's probably not a good idea to yeah. get into a relationship with them. Um, I think also <laughs> they do things that get on your nerves <laughs> or like you think are weird. Like there's so many things I could pick apart about all the guys I've dated. But yeah, I'm like, me too. <laughs> mm, <laughs> I'm like, that is weird. weird. And like, I cannot believe I tolerated that. You were weird. Yeah. Like, not to shit on this guy I just dated, but, like... Because of the napkin. <laughs> because of the motherfucking napkin. <laughs> but there was, like, a... He went to a thing where I would ask him, like, his opinion, like, to make a decision. And he'd be like, eh, it's whatever. And I'm like, make up your mind! Like... Oh my god, I cannot stand when people are indifferent on things. Like I'm that way about like food. Like that's fine though, but I'm but, like, like on a you, legit like, like opinion like, about what something are we that doing matters, matters. Yeah, like what then, are we doing tonight? Yeah. Yeah, it's like what's whatever. I'm like no, you for once me, make the plan. Please like, tell me. Just tell me something because I'm tired of being the one that's in control. I am no I'm the alpha, but please I'd want to be a beta for once <laughs> in my life. I want to be a beta too. <laughs> <laughs> But going off of that, like, if you don't see a future with them, mm. if they ain't that altered, not that you should be romanticizing them. Yes. But, like, if you legitimately, like, with this dude, like, he he knows that I want to move away after I graduate eventually. I don't know. Financially, we'll see. We'll talk about it. But, like, he knows that he does not want to move to California. And that's something that I know I inevitably have to do for my career. He's like, I can't. Like, I just can't go on because I know that that, like, there's no point when I know that I'm not going to con- like cave on that like that's right, something, something yeah. i can compromise on do i agree with his reasoning for that no um but i mean that's not my decision to make like I right. know, i'm not gonna beg you to be with me i'm not gonna try and change your mind it's stupid yeah um well and it won't it, it won't end well like it yeah. won't be a good relationship yeah. if you're you're gonna be like change. you're gonna end up regretting them yeah. so like never never put your um career on the back burner for a guy that is like if you take away anything from this podcast besides communication is key also (laughs) don't be a back burner bitch (laughs) don't i feel like lizzo needs to write a song called back Back burner Burner bitch Bitch. (laughs) all right lizzo if if you're listening to this podcast (laughs) baby back burner bitch (laughs) i feel like another sign would be like if your friends don't really even know about them yeah (laughs) like if i haven't told you about him that's questionable yeah (laughs) because i tell you everything yes yes especially (laughs) me oh yeah um and then also like if you don't really have a connection to build off of i think like if you like don't have anything in common and you're just like "Mm, well i just don't want to be lonely like really think about it like are you just with the person because like you just don't want to be lonely yeah and i think that's a very common thing a lot of people do i do it um and you just have to kind of realize because if you are just you just don't want to be alone one you're the best company you could ever have second um don't get into a relationship with them because i mean everybody's just gonna get hurt in the end like you're gonna get hurt that person's gonna get hurt like it's just not fair to anybody and i think that if you need like like go hang out with your friends yeah talk to your mom yeah get a pen pal (laughs) trust me your mom really wants to talk to you write us an email at hello at the gals guy pod.com will be your pen pal (laughs) 
But yeah, I, I think like there's a difference between, you know, wanting company and then wanting their company. Yeah. And you have to really sit back. I think you have to really analyze like how you're feeling because you're not going to, I mean, it's hard to know. Like you really have to sit there and like think about it. I think therapy is always a good idea too. Yeah. I mean, we're and not- like making sure that you, like, I think for me, like I was in a situation where I thought I like had this huge deep connection with this person. But in reality, when I'm like looking back on it now, we had like nothing in common. Yeah. And so I think I was so like mm-hmm. in love with the idea of being in love and like being in his company. Yep. That I didn't even like realize that we mm-hmm. really didn't have anything in common. Mm-hmm. And what we did have in common was our relationship. Yeah. You know, I so think, I just yeah. feel like taking a step back and making sure that you do have a connection with someone or in, or like taking a look at it and if you don't then like kind of maybe like stepping away from it because yeah. it's not it's not going to work like if, if you're nothing in common yeah if you're just in it for the physicality of it like just go find a friend <laughs> <laughs> you just want a warm body to hold <laughs> they make they snuggle buddy <laughs> like don't they have like is that what it's called? No, like the, I don't know. <laughs> there's something. They Probably. make a pillow. There's a pillow. There's a, I was, that's it's what a, I was it's saying. It's like pillow. a boyfriend. It's like a person, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't know if it's called a snuggle buddy. I don't know. You have to Google that. That's a that. good name, though. They should do I that. Know. They should I definitely mean, do that. Shark Tank. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, make like millions. <laughs> if you just want a warm body to hold, <laughs> get a dog. <laughs> yeah, honestly. Well, maybe not because dogs are forever. You know, they're your forever friends. Yeah, but I mean, like, like who doesn't want a forever friend? I don't know, but people give them away. Fair enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. So don't don't get a dog Fair if you're enough. not going to take care of it. <laughs> okay, just get some friends. Get a hot friend. Friends with benefits. Or like a bubble bath. Or a bubble bath. <laughs> get a friends with benefits and a bubble bath. There you go. Boom. And, and a dog. Friends with benefits. <laughs> are no strings attached. Both ones are great. Yeah. Okay. So you figured out whether or not you want to be with this person. The best way I think to do like to define the relationship. First off, never say. We need to talk. Like, <laughs> let's be real. Those are the four most toxic words in the English language. Like, don't start it off like that. I would probably, like, if it were me, yeah. um, I would probably do, like, a soft open statement. Like, hey, like, I really like spending time with you and, like, getting to know you. Then kind of go into, like, you know, where do you see this going? What are we? What are we? <laughs> what is this? Don't shit like a chihuahua <laughs> while you're saying it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just picturing you. What, what, what are? We, what is this? What are we doing? <laughs> Can I meet your mom? <laughs> I want to be friends with your sisters. He might actually think you're psychotic, so don't do that. Don't do any Please of don't that. Please don't do that. <laughs> but I think, like, talk about what you both want. Right. Um, yeah. Where you see yourself going with your own life. What you want to do in like your free time. What your day to day is like. Like if you even have time for a relationship. That's a big one. Yeah. Because it's I, a big. It's a big time commitment. I mean, let's be logical. I probably don't really have time for a relationship <laughs> with the amount of crap that I'm doing. Like, Will I really you ever don't. really have time? You know, it's something you have to make time for that cliche mm-hmm. statement. You no, gotta you're right. make you're right. the time. You're right. For the when the right you love. person comes around, you find the time. Yeah, that's the thing to keep in mind. If a guy says yeah. like, "I don't have time for a relationship," and bye, you ain't the right person. Then I dated a doctor. He still made time, even though he, you know, for somebody who did not want commitment, he was very committed he, to spending time with was. me. He was, <laughs> yes. That's, that's, you know, check for him. <laughs> so, like, it's possible. Like, for somebody who was, like, he was a med student yeah. at a very prestigious med school. Yeah. And if they want you, they will make time for yes, you. Yes, exactly. Bottom line. Yeah. Um, even if they say they have a fear of commitment, they'll find the time. Yeah. Um, regardless. <laughs> <laughs> Bottom line, um, I think it's important to actually listen to what your partner is saying. Now, what you want to hear, 
um, if a guy says he has a fear of commitment, believe him and dump his ass. <laughs> Don't be like Emily for once in your life. I don't be like Hannah. <laughs> be like Hannah. Don't tolerate that bullshit. And like honestly, it took me yeah. hearing that. Uh, yeah. Like a guy actually telling me that and going through that for me to learn that and now I refuse to ever put yeah, up with I it. Yeah, I feel like I feel like it's one of those things that you do actually have to go through. And especially if you're hard-headed and stubborn like me. Yes. <laughs> if you're a Leo, if you're a fire sign in general, you got to you got to go through your own shit to know when it's shitty. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um and just to keep in the back of your mind like this could end badly. Mm-hmm. Um, you could approach this thinking like it's sunshine and rainbows and it could be a stormy cloud on the other side of it. Right. But at least, you know, and you're not wondering like where this person, how this person feels about you and where you stand with this person. Like mm-hmm. you're out of it. You know where they stand and you have to take what they're saying for face value and you can't change them. Right. Yeah. You shouldn't want to change them. You shouldn't have to beg somebody to be with you. Bottom line. Yeah. So I think our survival tip for this episode is if it feels right, then it probably is right. Um, just have the damn conversation because if it isn't right, then at least you'll actually know. Exactly. Yeah. So, yeah. And so that does it for our episode today of The Gals Guide. Make sure to follow us on Instagram at The Gals Guide Pod. Also, like us on Facebook at The Gals Guide and become a Gal Scout in our Facebook community. You can also hit us up on our website, thegalsguidepod.com, and on our personal social media pages, which we will leave in the description below. Also, again, leave us a review on iTunes. It really does help us out, guys. If you leave us five stars and leave, write us an amazing review, and we may feature you on the next episode. So thanks for listening, gals, and we hope you come back for our next journey. Bye.